What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Backup Plan with Pay and Han. I'm one of your hosts, Hannah Ostapchuk. And I'm your other host, Peyton Ellis. And we're happy to be back. We were gone for like, I had one week without you, then one week virtually. And so now we're here and we're not like this in the screen. Yeah, you had Pernu one week. And then you had... <laughs> By the way, when you did your hair tutorial, like I had so many people asking about your hair tutorial. You have to do a real one. Sorry. Are you serious? Sorry. People actually liked it? Yeah. But Why didn't you tell me? Here's the problem with our video because it was on FaceTime and we were just in different states. Like the video was like... And it didn't sound that way. But when you were watching it, it came across that way. So uh, like when you were doing your hair tutorial, it wasn't like we need the specifics. So we're going to have to do it again. So gird your loins. You're going to get a Peyton Joy tutorial. Hey, welcome back to my YouTube channel. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to my Jubo channel. Um, This is the... Um, a lot of you have been asking... A lot of you have been asking where I get this cup. <laughs> she was doing the thing where you put the hand behind the product. Brilliant. Brilliant, Teach. Loved it. Uh, also, speaking of this cup, because I did bring it up on purpose. Yeah. This cup is from... <laughs> It's from TBC. It, it is my favorite brewery across the town. Across town. Across the street. Really. Across the street. Yeah. And I would love to be sponsored by them. Yeah. Uh, to request a brewing company. Do, I don't think they need or want sponsorships, but. No. I, I mean, do you think a podcast has ever approached them? Did you hear about I stuttered? Do you think a podcast has ever approached oh them? Oh, my gosh. Today at church, our keyboardist said something like, like, he was like, make sure you hit, hit hit the hi-hat properly but like I just thought he was doing it like me and you when we stutter and I turned to him and I'm like hey hit the hi-hat like I try to make it like a DJ-ish and then he was like oh that's so funny but I have uh I have a speech impediment oh my god (laughs) you just stare into the abyss afterwards like what did I just do yeah he was nice about it but he was like yeah yeah but just so you know like if I do it again I'm so sorry and I was like yeah I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. I literally over-exaggerated go, hey, 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 hit the hi-hat. Like, I made it, like, oh, anyways, goodbye. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, um, Thank you. how was your weekend otherwise? Um, Other than hitting the hi-hat. It was okay. It's okay. Yeah. How was your weekend? You saw my brother again. Yeah, I went TBC. out Friday unexpectedly just to, like, get out of my house and be mm-hmm. a normal social human being. It's really hard for me to ever want to do that. So I was in – I was I had momentum. Yeah. Because I went across the street to our friend Jenna's house to say hello. Mm-hmm. And I was already kind of, like – I had momentum to continue out not in my place. So I just went across the street to my favorite brewery, TBC, and saw your brother there again. And me and him actually spent pretty much, like, the whole night sitting next to each other chatting. Oh, totally. And then, like, his friends left, and he even stayed – he stayed with me and hung yeah. out with me for a little bit longer. Yeah, he was – he was texting me. He wanted me to go to TBC, but I was – I had no plans to go out that night. I wanted to go out Saturday night. Which you did, and I, I didn't. Did. Yeah. So I bailed we, on it. We switched. It was – How was your weekend slash last night going it out? It was fun. West Palm – I went out in West Palm, and it is, like, a – it's a different world down there. It is busy. You would think that... Does COVID exist down there? No. Correct. No. I experienced that last week because I went out for my sister's birthday. Yeah. That was what I was doing my hair tutorial for. I didn't yeah. even get to tell you guys how it went. Oh, yeah. How did it I go? went out there and I. it was like COVID wasn't real a real thing. It's actually scary. I don't feel bad saying it because I don't run the state of Florida or right. represent the state of Florida. Exactly. So, you know. But West Palm is like a lawless area specifically. It's, lawless. it's insane. And people are just running around without their masks on, and it's like, you know. Inside, outside, everything. Like, yeah. people are just running around. So you just around. have to, if you go there, you just have to do your best to, like, you keep your mask on, you sit outside, and, like, use 
do what everyone else says to do. But did you just tough. see me? Yeah. Did, what was that? A yawn. It was going to be a sneeze. Oh. <laughs> My you know eyes you, were like wiggling back and forth you know while I was trying like, to hold him in the sneeze. Hold your pee and you feel your pee go back into your body. That's what just happened with you and your sneeze. My sneeze just went <laughs> back into your body. body. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, it was fun. We I ran into a, a guy that I used to know from college. Was it someone that you had like a crush on? No, oh, not at all. Not sorry. at all. And he... Um, sorry if you're listening. Yeah, sorry <laughs> if not. you're listening. But in the middle of... Uh, like us just like catching up um he was like all right dude i have to go to a pregame and i wouldn't be like number one why did you just call me dude <laughs> i don't know him <laughs> okay, okay, okay. first off why'd you call why me did dude? you just call me second dude? off what time was it too late to go to a pregame i, I mean i know that i'm like what one time? of the like, members of golden girls an, uh, it was 10 that's way too late way too late for a pregame at our age pregaming is Meeting up the second we get off work. Yeah. It's like happy hour is a pregame. Happy hour. I also like going out in New York, people don't say a pre like people don't say you're going to a pregame. You just like go to a friend's house maybe or you go out or you grab dinner. Like but We're in Florida, grab I remember a drink at this person's house before we go out. Yeah. And back when I was living in South Florida, I do remember that like and, is he, and going is he out still in college? Florida. Oh no. He's like he's like uh, he's I'm he's older thinking. than me. He's like in his early thirties. And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go to a pregame and I Dude, I'm going to go to a pregame. Dude, I'm going to go to a pregame. I asked my friend, I was like, did you just catch it? They call me dude. I call my, like some of my girlfriends, dude, if I'm really in the moment, I'll be like, dude, did you hear the blah, 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 blah. You mostly but, do that with Alyssa. Yeah, just you my cousin. You and Alyssa both say dude to each other all the time. My cousin Alyssa, I'll call her dude, but um, never to like a person of interest, you know? Was he interesting looking? No. Oh. No. I mean, yes, he was interesting but looking. I'm do you sorry. Think he, he had you know, interest in, did you think he had interest in you? No. He's a cute oh. he's a cute kid. Are you, like, sure? he's a cute Are you being modest? No, I'm not being modest. Okay. No. I think that him and my friend might have been flirting a little bit. Yeah. The scandal. I know. But who knows? I was really did trying to Did she notice that out. you said dude uh, that he said dude to you? No. Or was she too like So like I but I I was fine taking the dude because I could be the dude if she was the catch, you know? Yeah. Like the, were, were numbers exchanged? No. No, he went to the pregame, and he's like, I'll be back. And then these other people started talking to us, and we needed to abort mission, so we left. And went home. Yes. Well, yeah. What time did you guys get home last night? Oh, like 11.30. Oh, my gosh. You guys really stayed out late. We really didn't. We were just, like, walking around. We kind of made a game, game plan for if we I was go being back there. Oh, it's really early. <laughs> Fine, okay? It is early. But, like, when you're a Jupiter resident, I feel like you don't go out that late. We right, go to TBC at like at, 6 p.m. Everything closes at 11 here. Yeah. Yeah. And we go to TBC early. <sighs> Anyways, we've talked way too long about yeah. all this. Okay. We have so many stories. I have so many stories. I, we, we made way By too many. We, I'm sorry. She made them all, prepared them all, typed them up for me, printed them out, and stuck them <sighs> in front of me. And I'm just now seeing them. But there's a lot. There's a lot. All right. So let's get into them. I... Peyton and I were calling them the goods, but I'm changing it. We're calling it the lesson plan, just so everyone knows. So, lesson plan. Moving on to today's lesson plan. We have five I'm a stories. Yeah, get it? <laughs> like backup plan, lesson plan. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, how annoying to listen. So number one, number one on the lesson plan was I was just on the phone with Lonnie, my dad, and he was like, Peyton, the first thing you guys need to talk about today on your, I don't even know what he calls it. He calls it like our our film, our video, <laughs> our film, I like our that. video recording. Some people are like, we need your to hobby. call it 
We need to talk about Lady Gaga and the dog napping yes. of 2021. Yes, the famous dog napping of 2021. So Lady Gaga's beloved French bulldogs have been returned unharmed, according to TMZ. A good Samaritan reportedly found them tied to a pole in an alleyway and brought them back to LAPD. And the singer was offering a $500,000 reward for the return of her two pups, named Gustave and Koji, after they were stolen in an armed robbery that left her dog walker critically injured. This was the craziest part. The dog walker, Ryan Fisher, was shot four times when he was trying to fight off these random guys who were stealing the dogs. I can't believe he was fighting off these guys. I know. Like, what a grade A dog walker. Yes, absolutely. And then one of the dogs got away, Miss Asia. Is her managed name. to escape. She managed to escape. But purebred Frenchies are apparently known to be like worth worth of thousands of dollars on the black market. And yeah, so TMZ reports that it, they don't think that this was targeted. Like they don't think that the dog nappers targeted Lady Gaga. No, it was Lady Gaga targeting just the French Frenchies. Honestly, okay, I have three thoughts that have popped into my brain. I want to get through all three without forgetting. Okay. One. Did the Good Samaritan who found them in, tied to a pole and bring them back get $500,000? Good question. Don't know. Next. Next. <laughs> Miss, a- Miss Asia managed to escape, which Miss Asia found. Yes. Next. If I had a purebred Frenchie now, I would be scared to go take it on walks knowing that people are shooting people for them. Oh, yeah. I think that's... Ins- for the black market. I don't understand. Like they, it's almost like when you get your phone stolen right. from your purse. Like if it's, it happened to me when I was in Miami one night. I had a mm. one night. It happened once. Oh my in God, my, I, I went to Miami. I went out in Miami one time in my life, but I had it sitting in my purse and one of those like little purses with a flap that closes. And just like you're in such a crowded place, getting like nudged by people. This was way pre-COVID, obviously. Yeah. And I just, like, felt all of a sudden the weight in my purse just, like, go away. Because it, like, a phone was all I really had in my, like, credit cards, basically. And a lipstick, maybe. And um, the weight just gave away. And I looked back and my purse was closed again. And I opened it. My phone just wasn't there anymore. Like, someone literally opened my purse, grabbed my phone out, walked away. Because it's in such a crowded place you're not even, like, paying attention. Um, And then was immediately found by these cops outside. Like, just by the grace of God. Remember, we went looking for it. You, You weren't even with me anymore. I thought it, we were at no. Koyo. I was, I was, it, you weren't with me. You were with which one? I told you such a vivid story. Oh. You felt like you were there. I swear I helped you find your phone when no. it went missing at Koyo. No, I was alone with, which call it? Your friend. Oh, and you were alone? Yes. Okay, well. It then. was just us. But anyways, <laughs> the front people end up finding this bag, like a, a gallon size Ziploc bag of everyone's phone from the bar that we were in that he had just gone in circles stealing everyone's to leave to go steal, like sell them on the black market. But it's like that same concept is happening, but now with people's dogs, like they're just being stolen so that they can get sold on the black market. Mm-hmm. That was such an unnecessary story for that analogy. But it wouldn't have gone this long if you hadn't have argued with me. <laughs> oh, just kick <laughs> me twice while I'm down, okay? I already I'm totally this kidding. Story. I love you. It might I have happened. I thought I was involved. All right. Regardless, our, I'm, I, I cannot believe that he survived. Like, how incredible, though, this guy survived after getting shot four or five times, however many times. Yeah, and I can't believe he fought the guys off. Like, what a good dog walker. What a good dog walker for doing Maybe that. Maybe he just didn't assume they had a gun. He was just like, I'm going to fight these guys off because I want to keep it. He didn't realize he was going to get shot. Right. I'm sure if he had known he was going to get shot four times, he'd have been like, okay, take him. <laughs> take him. Yeah, that's true. I, I think there was a video incident of this that TMZ posted, but I would never watch that. So right. I don't know. But I'm glad that everyone's, like, everyone's returned. And 
at first I thought this guy must have really known that this these were Lady Gaga's dogs and that's why this happened because it was like a target for Lady Gaga mm-hmm. but now I'm like oh I guess it really is just the dogs are an expensive piece this is why you should adopt not shop yeah that's true like why are you guys buying thousands and thousands of dollar dogs that are going to get stolen off the streets from you when you can just go adopt sorry yeah I, I won't no it's true though I'll stop that's I just think it's so silly no, when people get dogs point. bred and go buy them. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, There's so point. many dogs in shelters that need adopting. It's true. It's like truly. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. If you guys went and got all your perfect dogs bred and bought, I'm sure they're lovely dogs and I'm sure I would be obsessed with them and love them. Right. But like, please just go adopt a dog. Yes, it's sorry. true. It's There's like, a lot. I can't handle it. Okay. Moving on to Kobe Bryant. <laughs> There's really no transition here. I don't even know how to get to this, but... Since Kobe's passing, there has been talk of changing the NBA logo. Okay. And it was in talks, I think, immediately after his death. I remember hearing uh-huh. talks about it. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's getting brought up again. So Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irving said on Instagram that he wants Kobe to be featured as the NBA logo. He Who said, is currently the NBA logo? Or is it It's after- Jerry West. Okay, okay. So okay. he said, Kyrie said, quote, gotta happen. I don't care what anyone says. Black Kings built the league. The idea also has the backing of Kobe's wife, Vanessa Bryant, who expressed her approval of this on her Instagram story again recently. The current logo is modeled after NBA legend Jerry West, who has stated that he wishes he wasn't even the inspiration for the symbol, and he hoped it would change in the future. Oh, that's great. That's great. He's, like, full sending it. Yeah. He said this in an interview, like, years ago. Not full sending it. Full shipping it. Yeah, shipping the idea. He said it in an interview years ago with Rachel Nichols on uh, ESPN's The Jump, and... Yeah, I, I mean, if he doesn't even... He didn't support it before Kobe, so whatever. Or, you know what I'm saying. Like, he supported it being changed before Kobe. Right, before this was even in talks right. of it being Kobe. He just didn't even want to be the, sim, like, the, the symbol, symbol anymore. anymore. The sure. current logo has been used since 1969. So there's been an online petition going on to change it with, like, about 3 million signatures at this point. But there's a lot of people who disagree with this, saying that they don't think it should be Kobe because of the sexual assault case that happened in 2003 with Kobe. So a lot of people just have a separate opinion about this, but I feel like it's a I feel like it's a win-win. I also know a lot of Kobe fans don't think that Kobe's ego would want to be on. Like he'd be too proud to be the NBA logo. To me that doesn't make sense in my brain. Like I can't even make that make sense because Well, at the end of the day, like we'll never know how he feels about right. it. You can so, only know how his wife feels about it. And yeah, she so supports. like you have to ask the people that are closest to him his right. kids his wife his family parents whatever. and they support yeah I feel like it's like a win-win it would be an expensive switch <laughs> you have to switch literally everything every every single, single piece of NBA, NBA. Ever. yeah and then like also all of the the hardwood like every jersey you, you're yeah. switching so much you're switching like a cup in a stadium and but it, you just have to roll it out a lot of money put towards that You're yeah so right like millions and millions of dollars millions of dollars that. and you would have to roll it out like it would just take years like you would start it let's say in 2022 and then the initiative would be for everything to be the kobe logo by you know whatever it would take year, a while like think of all the old jerseys people still wear that have the nba logos on them for basketball yeah. teams they support right and then like maybe the jerry west would be like a vintage logo like worth more you just like i don't know I don't know. It's a weird transition. But I, I think it could be cool. Like, I, I support it. Yeah. I, I feel like, why not? Some if Jerry West wants out. Some people are going to be so happy, and some people are going right. to do what they're doing now, I guess. Who would make the ultimate decision? Just the NBA? Yeah. And, like, the yeah. people that put most money into the NBA? Yeah, the association would just have to make the Who move. Who even knows? I know. 
Well, cool. Adam Silver. Yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll keep you posted on what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this will be a really long story to come. Like, this is not going to happen overnight for sure. Next up, again, I have no transition because, uh, wait, you were in last night. Oh, no, you don't have cable. Did you watch? There's no chance you caught any clip of Saturday Night Live. No. Okay, Nick Jonas was on Saturday Night Live last night, and he is rolling solo dolo these days, and he's, like, working overtime. So he announced that he is releasing a new solo album called Spaceman on March 12th, and the lead single with the same name was dropped on Friday. Remember I sent that song in our group chat? I I did, but I didn't didn't listen listen to to it. it. It wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. It was pretty catchy of a song. Um, but he also pulled Double Duty this what weekend. What was it called again? For people that Space are Space Man. Space Man. Okay. By Nick Jonas, yeah. He also pulled Double, double Duty this weekend as host and musical guest of SNL. And he'll reclaim one of his spinning chairs on The Voice when he returns as the coach for the 20th season. That actually premieres tonight, Monday, as we're talking. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, which, I, I mean. I love The Voice. Same, I love The Voice. And NBC is with SNL and The Voice, so that kind of worked out as, like, a perfect way to advertise yeah. The Voice coming up, you know, is to have him come in as the guest and the host, or the, the musical host and the whatever. I said that backwards. I'm having a hard time today. This is not going to go well. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can hear it. We have, like, our, my cats have a little toy they play with that makes a mouse sound, so if you hear that, that's what's going on. Yeah. I'm hoping it stops him. That's okay. But essentially, people started to hit the panic button. Jonas Brothers fans started to hit the panic button because they were like, oh, no, does this mean that Jonas Brothers are calling it quits again? Because last time this happened, when Nick Jonas went on a solo adventure, he the band pretty much split up. And then Joe Jonas went solo. And then Kevin didn't. Had babies and a marriage and a family. Oh. The cast just hit the remote. I'm For sorry. Netflix. Yeah. It's fine. We're going to watch Netflix and talk to you guys. <laughs> um, um, well, I'm all for him being solo. I'm all for the Jonas Brothers being together. I feel like they can, he, they've done a good job of like going back and forth. And I feel like they could do both. Yeah, I think this is fine. I love his solo stuff. Same. I love his solo I'm stuff. So oh my gosh, do you remember the night yes. that I met my ex-boyfriend? Yeah. I was like nonstop singing that song the Obsessed whole night. with that song. And I still, I hear that song and I think of that night. Like the night that... Yeah. Yeah. It was a good night. But okay, so I guess on SNL, I was trying to look up some stuff about it. I'm going to watch it when we're done with this because I I really want to watch that episode. But I heard during Nick Jonas's, um, what's it called? His monologue in the beginning, Kevin was in the audience Mm -hmm. and Kevin stood up and was like, what happened to the Jonas Brothers? Are the Jonas Brothers going to split now? And... Nick was like, no, no, the Jonas Brothers are still staying together. And rumor has it that they were supposed to come out with an album like sometime in 2020, but because of the pandemic, they just, they pushed it back. And I think that's great and that's fine. That I'm glad that Kevin was there like making it funny because that's yeah. what everyone's going to be like, ooh, they hate each other. They're going like, to make Kevin? them enemies again. And then it's just totally. going to be like, yeah. they're fine. And I feel like Spaceman has a little bit to do with the pandemic, right? Like he's like out by himself. Like, being lonely on another planet in the cover. Like, he's by himself on another planet. So I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. he should come to Jupiter. <laughs> I can't. He should come to Jupiter. That I was your joke? I couldn't get that out because it was so embarrassing. I was thinking about my celebrity crushes this week, and, like, I, I narrowed it down to two. Okay. It's Nick Jonas. And wow. Yeah, it's Nick Jonas and Jimmy Butler. I, I have, like, developed a weird – ever since I watched the Amazon documentary – on the Jonas Brothers, I've developed a weird obsession with Nick Jonas. I think you like his, like, leadership. I like that he's so driven. Yeah. Like, he's, it's like, 
so hot to me when he talks about how like he can't sit still and he has to do something. I was just like, oh, I'm attracted Wait, to you. you mean you're attracted to drive and success? Not necessarily success, but success like ambition. Success what you're doing? Ambition. Yes. Ambition? Mm-hmm. It's never, never heard of someone being attracted to drive and ambition. <laughs> no, but I know. I totally, I totally concur with you. Yeah. I think he's the cutest. I remember I used I'll to let love. You, you can have him. I know. You, I know what you're going to say. You used to love Joe, Joe Jonas because of his eyebrows. Yeah. But here we are. I do love, I think I like Sophie Turner more than I like Joe Jonas these days. I love Sophie Turner. She's like the coolest girl No, I think that she makes the, like, him cool too, though. Totally. Like, they're such a cool little couple. Like, I'd probably, of all of the couples, of all the three couples, I'd want to hang out with them too the most. Oh, my God. By far. Ah, but Kevin and his wife seem super chill and down to earth. I actually feel like it'd be first Sophie Turner and Joe, because I'd want to be friends with Sophie. And then next, it would be Kevin and Danielle. And then after that, it would be Nick and Priyanka. I don't really care to oh, hang out with Priyanka. I just got an ESPN must-see live coverage. You guys are getting the late and breaking, although you're seeing it the day later, so forget it. <laughs> must-see. Multiple golfers during the tournament right now, including a bunch of them, they're listing, wear red in honor of Tiger Woods. So they're all oh, wearing red yeah. today. That's I cool. was going to talk about Tiger in this episode, but, I mean, I just figured it happened It happened fully a week ago. Yeah, like it that's happened. Fine. Yeah, so... It's a it's a scary sad story. Yeah. Anyways, all right. On. Next story. I want to hear this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so on Saturday night there was an announcement made that Chris Harrison from The Bachelor, the host of The Bachelor, is out for the after the final rose, and Emmanuel Acho is in. He's officially set to fill as host of the season finale. He posted on Instagram saying, quote, it's official. I've accepted the rose and I'm honored. By the way, like everybody who has any association with The Bachelor, like anyone who's just like filling in or has done a interview or has taken a photo with a Bachelor or like a member of Bachelor franchise says this. I've accepted the rose. Like I will accept your rose. Everybody. Okay. Anyways, I still support He said, quote, it's official. I've accepted the rose and I'm honored to be hosting The Bachelor after the final rose this year. It's been a pivotal season and this season will be one of the most storied shows in its history. Empathy is needed and change is coming. See y'all then. Wow. So apparently they're filming this this week. Was this all like, was this all an effect of the Rachel and Zia interview? Like this is all because of that. Chris Harrison said he would be stepping back because of... The, his interview with Rachel wow. Lindsay on Extra. It's crazy that like a past Bachelorette led to the decline and downfall of the Bachelor host. But not even. It was a current contestant, essentially. That's what Rachel Lindsay was talking about. In oh, the right. Interview. I know. I, just, I meant a past Bachelorette. Like, as oh, Rachel, right. it was like caused the downfall now of like the current right. host. Like, it's just funny that of all the interviewers that could have possibly interviewed him, it happens to be an interviewer that was a bachelorette. Like, it's yeah. just interesting. No, that's uh, that's actually a good point. Yeah. Could have been any interview. It could have been anyone. It just like, happened that it was yeah. someone that's actually been on the show. That she caught him in, like, the moment where he yeah. wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. Um, Rachel Lindsay name-dropped Emmanuel Acho before as a good option. She said he'd be ideal because he has no affiliation with the franchise and he could be relatively neutral. Plus, he's well-versed in racial issues. And... I didn't know this, but I was reading up about the story. According to TMZ, Rachel Lindsay was approached for this, but she respectfully declined. Good for her. Yeah, I agree. Good for her. I like feel she like has she's, bigger, better things going she on. deleted her or like deactivated her Instagram too. Good. She's she's done. She's over and out with this whole thing, Good. which I don't blame her. Yeah. Um, 
by the way, about Emmanuel Acho, because a lot of people don't know about him. He is a former NFL player. He's the host of this YouTube series called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. And he also is the author of a book with the same title that was a 2020 New York Times bestseller. And it, it basically just answers all the racial questions that most of the time white people are too afraid to ask. So I think he's perfect for this. He's also the host of a show on Fox Sports 1. Yeah, I don't think, I definitely don't think you're going to have to like, the producers are in the cameraman and aren't going to be sitting behind the cameras being nervous of a conversation happening like what happened with Chris again. Right. They're like, oh, this is the perfect person to represent. Yeah. yeah. It's great to finally have someone who can speak to all of the issues within the franchise and who is an outside source. Like Chris Harrison can't necessarily sit there and say, there's a lot of things wrong with this franchise. He can't say that. Whereas Emmanuel Acho can, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool that they're putting someone in that position who who doesn't have to feel like he's carrying the whole franchise on his back and like like he owes them. He like what does he care? He's gonna he's gonna make it right between like with the people, like the actual problem. Now that Chris has done and said what he said and took such a firm Stance. I know he's like apologized now, but right. during the interview, it took us such a firm stance for him then to like backtrack and on the live after the final rose or in like the future, if ever like those types of issues or racial issues came up again, people would be like, oh yeah, good job. Now he has people telling him exactly what he's supposed to say. Like, right. it's like we got to see him without a filter yeah. say exactly what he feels. And now like, oh, good job. You've been corrected and taught now what right. to say. Like I could say. I don't necessarily think that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know what he's truly... I don't know him. He definitely wasn't groomed by PR. But I know that that's what people would, like, still hate about seeing him on there. So I could see why they're like, we might not be able to bring him back. Yeah. People are just going to watch it and see him and know what he did that one time. Yeah. And this is what Pranu and I were talking about. It's like, it's kind of like, it is a person with, of power and white privilege who just got really comfortable in the moment and for and like forgot how insane what they were saying was yeah and I'm hoping it's that he forgot and didn't realize how insane what he was saying like I yeah. hope that that's what I, it was you're right yeah because hope, it could just know, be flat out ignorance I hope that's what it was right. um you're right because I'm I'm I keep saying it like it was like a he just was running his mouth it was that right. hopefully if he's the but type it could person be like, that's just I hope what he, he is but maybe that's really yeah. who he is um yeah great point I don't know. This whole thing is, like, hard to talk about. It's it's also hard because I want to say things about, like, cancel culture and how, though I hate to see people not given grace. Yeah. And for his, like, I think of how much insane amount of work he's probably put into his job for the last, how many years has this franchise been going on for? Yeah, too many. And just, like, things he's had to do that he didn't want to have to do and all these things. And now just after this, his work is just going to be like, all right, well, we replaced you in two seconds. Right. Bye. Thanks a lot for your help, but we're done with you now. Like the cancel culture we have now sometimes is hard because it's like, where do you draw the line? I do feel like he, like he needs to be in a discussion about this. They should have Chris come on the after the final rose and sit with Acho. Yeah. And talk about it all. I agree. Um, and or that's if, that's if like, Emmanuel is up for it or, like, because I always thought if Rachel yeah, Lindsay was to. up for it, it would be cool for, like, contestant Rachel and Rachel Lindsay, Chris Harrison, whoever else clearly needs to hear this, like, have a roundtable discussion with people from the Bachelor franchise 
who were directly offended by what Rachel and Chris Harrison had to say. So Rachel, not Rachel Lindsay, but Rachel, the current contestant on The Bachelor, I finally watched for the first time her apology yesterday, like late last night, because I was just like, I should probably watch this. Oh, her Instagram one? Yeah, like her video apology. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Um, I watched, like, a second here, fast-forwarded, a second there, fast-forwarded. Because, honestly, it was, like, exactly what you'd expect her to yeah. say. She looked great. She looked beautiful. She looked so pretty. All I could see, I was like, oh, wow, this girl looks beautiful. And then I stopped watching. <laughs> I should probably go back and listen to it. It's not anything you need to hear, though. It's just, like, she had time to... It's hard because I... Because I want to always believe the best in people. I believe right. that everything she was saying was the truth and everything that she was saying was she felt like a sincere apology, but it's also hard because she was given a really long time to write up an apology. Yeah. And to come up with exactly what was said and then given advice from people of what to say and then finally did it. So it's like, I didn't even really need to hear it because I was like, yeah. I know what you're going to say. I know right. what apology you've been like trained to give. Like, I know what you're going to do. Yeah. So it was, it right. wasn't And it could be how she really feels after all that For time. Sure. Right. But like it could like, be like, all right, we get it. Right. Um, yeah. I think about Claudia Ashre, who was canceled. She's a host who was canceled. Mm-hmm for really old, stupid tweets of hers. And she's made a comeback since then. But I do remember the day that she, the day that all of these old tweets resurfaced, like it was just a couple hours later, she posted a video on Instagram and she looked like she was visibly upset. Like she had puffy eyes. She was crying. She looked, she looked like haggard and she apologized and was crying in the apology. And I have so much respect for that. Like, Mm -hmm. Just, just be raw. Like, you already... The worst thing has already happened. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. There's... This is... Uh, there's so many anyways. layers to this whole Bachelor thing. And it's, like, funny because you and I haven't really been paying attention. But this this story is impossible to not pay attention to. It's, like... It's Chris Harrison. It's the, it's the entire franchise. And, like, all of their mishaps coming to a head. And, like, you know, the franchise is just not appreciated black people for so long and now it's like they're being found out almost and it's like it's coming to a head it is and it's like a volcano erupting. yes like they're making the moves that they need to be making like abc's right. doing what they need now they're like oh whoops uh yeah, yeah. so let's correct that right now yeah and then it, another thing happens they're like whoops let's correct that again so they've right. been like good at correcting it at least like they're like yeah going quick. so it's just i guess we'll see if chris harrison is part of that correction or not yeah but it should be good after the final rose are you gonna watch it no, I'm not going to watch it. No, I haven't watched a second of the season. Also, I got like, I had a moment because I saw the next story and I couldn't think oh, about what we were talking know. about anymore. But by the way, we do have to have an episode with your mom on because she's a bachelor stand through and through and knows every detail of everything. Yes. So Terry Ellis, you will be asked to come yes. on this show for one like special. We'll do like a one bachelor special. special or something. And you can fill us in you and like tell us everything what we, need we need to know. Yes. I should... Especially Prince when, like, out, Paradise like, comes the top on. four or five girls, like, full face co- heads. Yes. We don't know anyone in names. True. So she can, like, as she's talking about a girl, hold up their face. Right. Because <laughs> we literally only know this girl, Rachel, because yeah. of what happened. But that's it. Like, I don't know anyone else. No, um, yeah. And especially when Paradise comes out. It's going to be all people from Tasha, Claire, yeah. and Matt's season. Like, we're not going to know. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Finally moving on. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We're on that topic we way to too cut. long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Last but not least... For our lesson plans, the Taco Bell is joining the chicken train. Choo choo! <laughs> All aboard! All aboard! Uh, I had to put this on the. I had. Oh, okay. I was getting so excited that I was choking on my words. 
I had to put this in here because Peyton is obsessed with Taco Bell. Like, it's her favorite fast food in the world. So it's been over a year since the chicken sandwich wars began, and now the newest bandwagon member is changing the game. Taco Bell announced it's releasing the crispy chicken sandwich taco this week mm. in select markets. So what is it, people are asking. Is it a taco or is it a sandwich? I have the exact question. Well, according to Taco Bell, it's both. Here is the full description. It's right, made read with... It nice and s- read it nice and slow. Oh, should I do some a- ASMR? I need some, like, chicken sounds, like some crispy... All right, okay, I won't. It's made with crispy chicken, which is marinated in jalapeno buttermilk. Oh, go a little slower. Seasoned with bold Mexican... Seasoned with bold Mexican spices and rolled in a tortilla chip coating so it gets nice and crunchy. And it's served on a puffy bread shaped to look like a taco. So it it honestly looks like a bread from a sandwich, but it's shaped to look like a taco. We will post this photo because it is very important to see. And it's topped with their signature creamy chipotle sauce. Mm. And bonus, there's a spicy version of of this sandwich taco. I mean, girl... She knows what she's doing. How many days Taco until Bell you does. go get this taco? When does it come out? Well, it's in select ones. That now. many days. Let's see. Let's see if there's one near us. I just, I just I like love Taco Bell so much. I just don't know what to even do. Crispy chicken. My, I grew up on Taco Bell. My mom still to this day like gets Taco Bell for lunch, like a midday afternoon lunch. I mean, we it's so are impressive. a Taco Bell family. Yeah locations i'm looking this up i actually remember reading that it was in me hunger pains it was in florida and california so progressive of us florida you really know what you're doing rolled in a tortilla chip coating so it gets nice and crunchy it's served in a puffy bread shaped to look like a taco top with their signature creamy that signature creamy chipotle sauce let me tell you i'm so sorry i can't they they won't release the locations we would just have to do a little drive-by and look. Anytime. We could do it. We could do, like, a Taco Bell tour of the South. Find it. I mean, are you a crispy chicken fan to begin with? Like, what's your favorite item from Taco Bell? Well, this is their first time having the crispy chickens. But my favorite item from Taco Bell, I would say, is I love the Crunchwrap Supreme. I love the cheesy gordita crunch. I love the shredded chicken mini quesadilla. Wow. I love the just like regular like old school beef taco with like lots of like hot sauce and stuff mm-hmm. um this might this isn't necessarily i think something i'm like so excited for only because it's kind of like uh knockoff of the fast food restaurants that i don't necessarily go to a lot like the chicken sandwich places yeah um so you know i like classic taco bell right because mexican food is and southwestern food all that is like some of my favorite food in the entire world same right that's my cuisine Mm -hmm. so this is kind of like adding american to like my cuisine it's kind of like rudely interrupting that's true it's not something you like need but i'm sure it's still delicious because i support anything that taco bell does yeah i need to go anything oh i don't want to talk about it with you anymore because it's annoying that you don't go i will go why don't you take me this next let's go on a date let's go on a date to talk about me and you? Yeah, I'll get I'll get whatever you want, baby. What it, uh, the cheesy gordito crunch is that the Will thing that? Will you that's, eat it? Yes. Okay. What do you think? I'm gonna look at it. I just have to get the cinnamon twist thingies because that's I what I would always get. That. That's fine. Um, and I know I always ask you this. 
the Crunchwrap Supreme, the Cheesy Gordito Crunch, which is the one that's Crunchwrap like a round Supreme. circle. looks like a Frisbee. Crunchwrap Supreme. Okay. That's what I want. What kind of cheese do I not like? <laughs> Hannah loves to like ask me what things she likes to eat. Or like, I clearly have a she bad always memory. gets to a menu or, and be like, what do I order on this menu, Peyton? And I'm like, oh, sweetie, here, <laughs> just get that. You'll like it. Peyton knows. Yeah, she knows what I don't like and I can't remember. Clearly, I mean, earlier I thought I was at a night and I wasn't there at all. I really thought I was there. You have this thing where you hear other people's stories and you then, like, they're your, like, like you were there because you have such a good visual memory. Like, I think you fit, then drew But I have a bad actual there. memory, but, a, but good, a good visual memory. So yeah, I like think you I was can there. envision the whole night because I told you the story, but you were not there. Wow. You can ask our source did who I, was there. Did I meet up earlier or later? No. No. Oh. Huh. Okay, the participation trophies, I'm looking at the first story, and this is something I actually did full-blown. Like, I don't sit on my couch at night and sit on my phone and do, like, a like uh, research on right. stories. But this story I researched, it is about Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers, and I watched her interview. Oh, with, with Jimmy Fallon. I watched it. Okay. It annoyed the crap out of yes. me. Yes, I wanted to talk to you like, about this. It's never annoyed me more, and I'll tell you, I'll okay. tell you more. But go ahead. Talk, so can read we it. read the quote? So yes. we discussed this earlier in the month that Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers were reportedly engaged. Well, Shailene Woodley was on Jimmy Fallon, and she confirmed it, saying that she said, "Quote: Yes, we are engaged, but yeah, we've been engaged for a while." Hold on, no, this is what she said. Yes, we are engaged, but for us, it's not news. You know, it's kind of funny everybody right now is freaking out over it but we're like yeah we've been engaged for a while first off he's a wonderful incredible human being but i never thought i'd be engaged with somebody who threw balls for a living okay that part okay you go ahead you go ahead first you can talk about throwing balls yeah what bothered me is way prior to that when she said and this is just me nitpicking everything she's doing but like come on she goes everybody's freaking out over it but we're like yeah we've been engaged for a while okay first off (laughs) If you look at his Instagram and Danica Patrick's Instagram, who is his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. A year ago from today, there were pictures of them two posting on each other's Instagrams being like, I love you so much, baby. You're the light of my life. So it can't be that I've long never ago. wanted someone more than you. Yeah. Whatever. Like, really sweet and endearing posts about each other mm-hmm. a year ago. So let's say that on that exact day, he broke up with Danica. The day that he posted the sweet... And it was probably much after the fact that they posted this, but... Right. Let's say at the next day he broke up with her and that Shailene Woodley, it still has only been a year. Yeah. So for her to not only say, like, I can't believe everybody's shocked. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't know you were dating. Two, the it fact that you're engaged, even if you got engaged the day you met, it was still a year ago. So for her to be like, we've been engaged for, like, a while. Right. And, like, it's, it. no matter how I look at it, it was not a while. It's true. <laughs> so, like, it's almost like she wanted, she's probably been getting this stuff from people of, like, oh, my gosh, it was so fast, or, oh, my gosh, I thought he liked Danica, or, yeah. oh, my gosh. And now it's, like, her overcompensating for that by being, like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, we've been engaged for a really long time. Everybody's freaking out. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Everybody's freaking out. Like, it's annoyed me that she reacted that no, way. That's such a good point. I didn't even think about like, that part. I did the right. stalking because I saw that interview and I was like, a while? Right. And it's then not I a was while. like, a year ago, he was posting photos being like, I love you so much. You're my best friend about Danica Patrick. So I'm like, right. it's been a year since that and it's a different girl and now he's engaged. Like, okay, sorry. It just annoys me when girls are like, what's the big deal? Like, it's totally cool. I'm so chill. Like, I don't care. And yeah. We're allowed to freak out. It's weird. And it came right. out of nowhere. Right. And it's a good freak out. Like, everyone's excited yeah, about you. I it's think not it's like... so exciting that they're together. They seem like a great match. But totally. I'm just like, like, give the people a little bit of, of respect for yeah. being for being like, oh, my gosh, what? Like, right. like I know. I, I have, like, surprise. Like, 
<laughs> She's trying to be too cool girl about it. That's true. Okay, she is now get cool to the girl. next cool girl part, which is the throwing balls. Oh, the part where she goes, I never thought I'd be engaged to someone who just, like, threw balls for a living. Like, uh, If you watch uh, the full interview, she's like, yeah, and I guess, like, I don't watch football. Um, she I said never American watched football. It. I don't watch American football. Okay, cool girl. Where's she from? I know. And then she's like, I mean, I've watched it now that I know him, and apparently, like, people tell me he's really good at it. I don't know. I'm like, okay. What? Okay. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm Googling where she's from. I actually but don't watch even know the where interview. She's from. I'm glad I was not the only one that's kind of annoyed by the interview. I thought it was insane. And Jimmy Fallon's reacting really cute. Like, he's like, what? Uh, what? Uh, uh. She's from California. She's from California. She went to Simi Valley High School. She's never okay. been an American football She's never fan. been into American football. But she said, I never thought I'd be engaged to someone who, who, like, I don't know, throws balls for a living. Okay. He happens to throw balls better than most people, like, ever in the world. He happens to be in, like, the one percentile. And that's such, like, a silly thing that he does. Like, he does so much other stuff. And, like, right. it's just He's a funny. quarterback. I just didn't like He's how one of the she best in the it. league. Like, and it's just, yeah, it's insane that she was like, I don't know, he just, like, throws balls. Like, imagine if he was, every like. every part of the interview was cool, girl. And I was yeah. just like, stop. It's so cringe when people are trying to be too cool. Like, you can be a little bit, like, goofy know, like, and excited, I'm so excited and giddy. We're engaged. Thank you right. for, like, it's just like. And then it's kind of like if he went in an interview and he's like, I never thought I'd be engaged with someone who just, like, plays pretend all the time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing. Like, it's the same insult. Who just, like, pretends to be someone they're not like, all who the time. plays dress-up for a living. Like, you, yeah. you take someone's extreme rare talent, and then you dumb it down to nothing, and then you brag about it? Like, Like, she what? wants to act like she doesn't give an F about football. Yes. Like, like uh, it's, like, so American. American football, though. Like, maybe, like, football, like, soccer football I'll watch, but... Yeah, she went on to American say she's football. never been in an American football fan. An American football fan. But she's excited to go to a Packers game when the pandemic is over. And I've always over. been a fan of her because of her work. Like, because yeah, of her shows she's been placed in mm-hmm. and the writing that has been written for her that she just delivered. What was that bomb movie she I'm did that you and I... I'm she does. <laughs> for her reading off lines that were delivered to her. Yeah. She's always done a good job, though. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, what was the bomb movie that you and I went to go see in theaters and we wanted, like, a... We wanted to go see, like, a really good movie that you got lost in? And it it, it was just that. Like, it was exactly what we wanted. It was based off a book where she was lost at sea. Oh, Adrift. Adrift. If you guys are bored, go look up Adrift. It's a really good movie if you've never seen it. Did you think it was good? Your face is telling me otherwise. It wasn't. It wasn't. Like, there were parts, but I liked parts, but I didn't. Yeah, same. But now I, like, but now I, I really liked her. Now I'm a little, like, mer about her. She, I mean, her she was really great at, like, so just silly. at, you know, producers telling her what to do and say. Like, she was so good at that. <laughs> That's what she basically did about his throwing balls thing. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to make fun of her now. But, like, like, we the, like her. The Aaron, like, I didn't know Aaron like that. Like, I just knew him as this, like, nerd who likes Jeopardy. Like, that's... Because, like, it's almost like she wants people to not think she's some girl who wants to be with a football player. Like, right. she's, like... She's, like... She would never be with someone like that. She's with, like, sophisticated, like, intellectuals. Yeah. She doesn't want to be associated as someone who would chase an athlete. I'm just, like, digging so deep in her. I don't actually know her. Well, duh. <laughs> oh, my God. Chips almost just took down... Chips almost Our took us down. Set. All right, moving on to someone else we certainly don't know. Billie <gasps> Eilish oh! is revealing a notice. ton of information okay. on her new documentary. So forget winning five Grammys. When Billie Eilish was younger, everything she wanted to be was summed up in one name, Justin Bieber. <laughs> I love that. I know. In fact, she was so obsessed, her mom considered taking her to therapy at the time to deal with her fixation. Well, now we're going to get a whole behind-the-scenes look on her growing up and her obsession with Justin Bieber in her new documentary coming to Apple TV called 
the world's a little blurry. So the doc goes inside the making of her debut album, which she made in her bedroom with her brother. So we'll get a look at that. We'll get a look at her relationship with her brother. Because remember, he won an award for being a producer. Like, they they are a good dynamic duo. Um, More about her on and off again fight with depression. And she's revealing that she was in a secret relationship with Brandon Q. Adams. That ended in 2019. I was actually seeing every single headline about this documentary. It was like, Billie Eilish reveals that she has a boyfriend. And I was like, oh, but they're not together anymore. Right. They broke up in 2019. Okay, so if you guys have not already done so, watch the James Corden, um, what is that thing he does the car? Carpool karaoke. Carpool karaoke. Watch the one with Billie Eilish. Not so much the actual carpool karaoke part, but the whole interview aspect of it. And then he ends up going to her house. And she, like, shows him around her house when, like, where her brother and her would write and record their music. And, like, she was talking about how, like, yeah, this is, like, the room I sat in and recorded um, Ocean Eyes when I was 13 with my brother. 13. Like, what was I doing when I was 13? But, um, and you get to see, and she still lives, well, maybe not anymore, but at the time that she did the James Corden interview, she still lived there at her parents' house she grew up in. That's crazy. With her brother. And still, like, writes her music there, records her music there. And it's this, like, tiny little, it's my, it's, like, my size of a house. Yeah. It's, like, a tiny little house, and she still lives there. And it just, like, takes you through. And it's just cool because it's just cool. Yeah. I like that she's still a kid. Like, she's right. like, I still have my parents, of course. I'm only, like, 17 or whatever she is in the interview. And um, I encourage everyone to watch it because it is really cool. And I was never that big of a – I love Billie Eilish's music. But I was never even that big into, like, being a big fan of her because she's, like, so different and cool. Yeah. <laughs> but watching this, it's really interesting. Well, so watch it. you and I have talked about how Billie Eilish is actually a really good influence on teenagers now. The documentary, I watched the trailer to it. It was it was a lot of her talking about how being a te- teenager in this time is, like, brutal. Like, it yeah. sucks. You evolve these perfect photos and you compare yourself to people and whatever. So it's, like, her journey of finding herself and finding her confidence in being a teenager. Which... And I love that she is just, like, edgy and wears baggy clothes. Yes. And just, like, she doesn't, doesn't try to sex herself up. Yeah. She like, she's still a kid. She doesn't allow anyone to, like, sexualize her and yeah. put her in this corner of being, like, a pop star. Yeah. And... And she's beautiful. She's she could, beautiful. She could do things to make herself look yeah. sexy. She's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I remember we were talking about this, though, because I was saying how I feel so bad for teenagers now because everyone tries to... I mean, at least from what I can see, like, what from what I can gather... Kids try to look like and dress like Kylie Jenner, who just drives me insane. Like, she she drives me crazy. And she has such a big influence on people's confidence and, like, how they portray themselves. And she just, whatever. But whereas Billie Eilish, like, if people want to wear, like, cool baggy clothes and look like really grunge L.A., like, please do that. That's cool. I actually cool. think That's that great. a lot of my kids do dress in, like, giant T-shirts now and sweatpants. Amazing. And, like, Converse and, like, have the Billie Eilish style now. Yeah. But it's funny because it's, like, because of Billie Eilish, I, I think half the reason that a lot of girls wear what they wear now and are, like, super edgy and baggy are, is because of Billie Eilish. Yeah. She's not really, like, given the credit, but I think she's changed style a lot. I actually agree with that. She really changed people's style. I just choked on nothing. In L.A., though, if you go out in L.A., like, people are always wearing, like, baggy clothes. Like, that's the style now. Yeah, but I feel like cool. she did it, like, yeah. she was doing it early, and I think it even made it bigger. It's such a good point. You never know. Wasn't there a time where girls were just wearing all leggings to work, or to school? Sorry. Yeah. All my girls, when I first started teaching, all the high schoolers wore leggings and, like, a crop top. That's it. You can see every slight little ounce of, like, a curve, which yeah. they don't even really have there in high school, but... Now they all wear like sweatpants and baggy t shirts. It's so like much cooler. Sneakers and stuff. Yeah. Like it's it is cooler. Good. Love that. I mean because cover yourself up, ladies. Yeah. Like you're if you're 
And high school. Just cover yourself up right. for a little bit longer. Please. Right. Like, there's no rush. Yeah, everyone is a direct influence of, like, what they watch and... <laughs> I can't stop looking at chicken. I know. Chicken's, like, feasting on my carpet. I don't know what he's finding. I don't know. But, yeah, everyone's a direct influence. And I always say this. When we were in high school, we watched the OC. So we would dress, like, especially when we were in Florida in high school, we would wear, like, we'd put, like, flowers in our hair and wear, like, puka shells and, like, like a, I don't know, like a flowy skirt and, like, flip-flops. Like, we wanted to look like these beachy people we saw in the OC. So, like, for a while, everybody was following the Kardashian, the Jenner effect, where it was, like, wear really tight clothes that make your boobs and your butt look good only and, like, make your lips big and, like, perfect face, perfect makeup. Whereas it's cool that, like, please dye your hair green. Like, be more like Billie Eilish. I think it's so much cooler in high school. Okay, anyway, speaking of uh, Chris or the Jenners. so distracting. Yeah, they are. Sorry, my cats are both, like, feasting on my carpet. And I'm like, what is in my carpet? I just vacuumed it yesterday. But it's fine. They might just be, like... And Chips just, Mr. Chips just wants in because he's like, wait, what's going on over here? Let me check it out. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Our producers are so distracting. I know, our producers. Like, I can't um, them. Speaking of the Jenners, I'm about okay. to go in on them more. Okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, Chris Jenner announced, I talked about this earlier in the week, but Chris Jenner announced that she is doing her own beauty line. She's 65 years old. I actually think this is cool for her because there's not that many beauty lines that are directed towards older women. So if anyone were to do it, she would do it. Apparently, she trademarked Chris Jenner Beauty, Chris Jenner Skin, and Chris Jenner Skincare. So in the filing, it was all kept really vague, but it was listed that her brand would potentially consist of skincare, cosmetics, falsies, fragrances, hair care, and nail nail care. Mm -hmm. Falsies are great. Could support that. (laughs) But yeah, I I mean, I think this is fine. Uh, Whatever. Just like another beauty brand, right? I mean, why not? They all have one. Why not? Everyone has one. Next. Next. Okay. Victoria's Secret docu-series. Whoa. There's a docu-series coming to Hulu. It's called The Rise and the Fall of Victoria's Secret. And it chron- chronicles the lingerie's, the lingerie brands start as a small mail order brand. And then, obviously, they became like a global franchise. But they had tons of controversies, including the relationship between owner Les Wexner and Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. The series is set to debut later in 2021 or early 2022. I'm so interested. I feel like this will be so cool. It kind of reminds me. What was the docuseries in Hulu um, about that festival that there was? Fire. Yes. The fire festival. It kind of reminds me of that. Like we're, we're going to be able to see all of the nitty gritty of what goes on between Victoria's Secret. And like, do you know the catalog Venus? Yeah. My mom has always gotten that catalog since I was little. Same. My mom still gets it. I love the Venus catalog. I, they are what Victoria's Secret used to be. Yeah. Like, all their bathing suits and yeah. stuff is all Venus. And remember when Victoria's Secret really ruled the world? Like, I remember I in college. I remember it was, there was a time when everyone tuned into the fashion show. Yes. It and was it like was a Super huge. Bowl. And you would basically, like, watch the backstage, and you were so invested in the models they chose. Yeah. And, like, all this stuff. So invested. But As then a girl. Also, like, the fashion of actual Victoria's Secret, when I was in college, or maybe high school like if you needed to get a bathing suit you would only get it from Victoria's Secret it was like the cool place to go by the way like I hated them all they never fit me well well and at the time they're so expensive everyone was so all their models were so skinny so skinny so skinny I can remember you did this too I think oh no I had a magazine a Victoria's Secret magazine of Candace Swanepoel, Swanepoel, or whatever. Love her. When she I still was love like her. on the cover. Yeah. And I had her next to. I put it. I put the 
I put the magazine in my car in my passenger side seat. And I can remember during my junior and senior year of high school, driving home from high school and looking at that picture so that it would encourage me and motivate me to like eat less and go to the gym. And I was already like a tiny high schooler, but I remember like using that magazine as my inspo. And then I remember you putting up pictures. I put it on my refrigerator. You put it in like inside the pantry. So when you open the pantry, to like go snack, like pictures. What of pantry did I do model. this? What pantry? Like the one with your snacks and cereal in it. Oh, like in, in my home you put home? It, yes. In your mom's house. Whoa. Like when we were young. I remember I was very brief. And then I remember you going, one of the Victoria's Secret models says that when she wants a sweet, she just takes a like, puff of whipped cream. Yes. So and I started being doing like, that. oh, okay, just eat whipped cream from now on and we'll be fine. By the way, disgusting. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But yeah, uh, I, they were, I hate it. they were like, they were royalty. They were like model royalty if you were a Victoria's Secret model. And then it stopped. Thank God. I'm actually so happy that like body inclusive brands like Sports Illustrated had a return and mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret failed because it really did. Like I would watch that show. And you know, when you watch the Super Bowl, like you sit down with like Cheetos, Buffalo chicken wing dip. <laughs> you hate that. I call it that Buffalo chicken dip. I always add wing. I know. I just feel that like this episode in particular is showing my worst side. And I just want to, what do you mean? Is it because I'm like looking at you with hate and disdain? No, I'm no, only that's being, another like, I'm day. I'm so tired. No, yeah, I know. I'm so tired too. I'm just so tired. I think I'm looking at you like this. Like I'm annoyed. No, I know. I'm, I'm really not. I love you. No, you're not. I know. Okay. I love you more. Anyway, so, but I'm saying like chicken. You do. You do. I do. Chicken, chicken dip. <laughs> what chicken. The, like what the actual hockey puck am I talking about right now? I can't even keep track. Okay. I was just scrolling through all the like ones and I don't really like any of them. Although, okay. I did not know. Hold on. I wanted to make Sorry, one I more was, fact. I was done. I wanted to make one more fact about Victoria's Secret I tried, show. guys. We... <laughs> We used to watch the Super Bowl with all these snacks, and then you would get together with your girlfriends and you would watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show, and you like wouldn't want to eat afterwards. And it was painful. Like it's painful to be a teenager and just be like a size six woman and not and know that you'll never look like any of those people that you're watching and for some reason supporting. Okay, I'm done now. Rant over. Right. Thank you so much. Um, oh, we have to talk about the next one. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. One thing that we will want to watch is. Real Housewives All-Stars, question mark? I don't know what they're calling it. But according to reports, Bravo is creating a limited series spinoff of all of the Housewives. And actually, this will just be the Housewives who are not filming during this time. So they're going to take a couple women from each franchise that's not during that's not filming. And they're going to reportedly go on a trip and stay in a mansion in an unknown tropical location. This is... Sorry. Loud ring. Um, this is like Bachelor in Paradise, Housewives edition. Yes. That's all this is. Okay, you're right. But I mean, not that's, that's all. Point. I don't mean to downplay it. It sounds great. The series will allegedly air on the streaming service Peacock. I have it. I have to, that. Oh, good. Something I actually have. Thank goodness. Eight to ten women will reportedly be selected. Here are the women that are rumored to be joining so far. From New Jersey, we have Melissa, Gorga, and Teresa. Judice. Judici. Judice. I don't know how to I think say it. Or like really. Gidici or Do you Didici? watch the Jersey one? No, but my sister watched it, so I'm I kind of like have heard it. I I'm think it's Didici. for fans Didici. who hear that because we neither of us watched Proceeding. the New Jersey one. From Beverly from Hills. Beverly Hills, Lisa Renna and Kyle Richards. From Atlanta, we have but, Kenya Moore and Cynthia Bailey. And from New York, we have Sonia Morgan and Ramona Singer. Oh, great selection. I can just picture them running in there and being like, this is our room. This is our room. You know? Great selection. Great selection. The Sonia of it all is truly. Sonia and Ramona, p- p- like, put them anywhere. By the way, they're so problematic, but... That's another topic for another time. Yeah. Put them anywhere, you will, yeah, you'll be uncomfortable and you'll be watching every step of the way. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. Like, they, they're they just made for terrible TV. Yeah, um, man. 
By the way, did you know that Summer House is doing a winter house and they're bringing on Shep and Craig from Southern Charm? That'll be fun. It sounds kind of like Floribama Shore is doing a winter Montana yes. one instead. Everyone's uh, going north. Cause... Have you watched Floribama Shore yet? No. I haven't watched it either, but I watched the trailer. How crazy that Nilsa's pregnant. Yeah. That's insane. It ruins kind of like some of the fun because she won't be able to drink and be a mess. Yeah, she won't like, be able, she to, won't be able to black out. And, and like, what's going to happen with her and Gus? <laughs> doesn't even matter now. She's pregnant with a man. If you guys don't know what Floribama Shore is, Peyton and I have watched the show like since it came out. It's from MTV. It's like the Jersey Shore. If you've never watched it, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Like if you want to feel so good about yourself, just turn on Floribama Shore. You'll be like, oh my God, I have my life together. Yeah. And I love them in different ways. And they're like a family. They're such a family. They're so cute. It's basically exactly like the the Jersey Shore effect and like how they became a family and everyone became in love with them because of just like how close they were back in the like 10 years ago when that was a big thing. And now yeah. it's like the new version of that. But that's just a southern version of it. Right. Just trashy family. Yeah. So would you watch the Real Housewives All-Stars? I would just tune in just that. to see... I don't love it because part of it is I like looking into their world and seeing their houses and seeing like their lives and this wouldn't be their world. It would just be a bunch of girls fighting probably. But I would like to see Rena and Kyle Richards with Sonia and Ramona. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that would be fun. Okay, let's just do um, a couple more. Let's do two more. Apple stores are coming to Target. That's interesting. I don't need to elaborate on that. I just didn't know that. Yeah, Apple stores will be in like a couple select Targets coming up and... Sephora is going to be in Kohl's. Wow. I know, which is cool for Kohl's because yeah, I love Kohl's. And Sephora has always been kind of like higher. On their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a higher cosmetic yeah. brand. So it's good they're kind of. I feel like they should do that. Like, yeah. you know when you go into Walmart and there's a subway and like a, now there's like a nail salon in there and a mm-hmm. hair salon. Like there's so much you can do in mm-hmm. a Walmart. It's kind mm-hmm. of like what Target is. Mm-hmm. They're making them like malls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, big, Mr. Big, we've talked about the Mr. Big thing. So, so he's now hinting at maybe returning after all. Yes. So Got like it. we were bamboozled essentially by the Mr. Big and the Sex and the City reboot. It was initially reported that he will not be returning for the HBO Max reboot of Sex and the City, but the actor Chris Noth might have something up his sleeve. So everybody was commenting on his Instagram being like, what are you doing? How are you not coming back? Like, are they going to kill off your character? Like, What's wrong with you that you won't return? And so he responded by saying, well, if page six says it, dot, 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 it must be true. Wink face, wink face emoji. Which means he's coming back and that we were tricked into it. For some reason, page six reported it and we all went off and running. Okay, also, I have to ask you about the last story. I don't know how long we've been going. This last story, it says Chris D'Elia releases apology explanation video. He had never done that before. No. Wow. Yeah, I didn't no. realize that Chris went, hadn't apologized yet. I actually explained. don't know if he he might have apologized but in a statement. Maybe not explained fully. Yeah, but he never did a video, so he released a video on YouTube. Chris D'Elia is, sorry, we're running through these. Chris D'Elia is a comedian that, I mean, Peyton and I were like previously really big mm-hmm. fans of. Okay, Chris D'Elia was essentially called out by multiple women last summer, like towards the summer, fall of 2020, for... Essentially being a sex addict, like, that's really what was going on. He, a lot of women were coming forward saying he pretty much, like, would force me, not force. To do, like, pressure women into sex, yeah, kind right. of. Yeah, there's right. Okay. There's a phrase for it, but he would just, like, position them so they felt like the next thing that they had to do in order to hang out with him was have sex with him. Mm-hmm. Like, so. 
he is a sex addict. He's manipulated them into yes. sex, kind of. Yes. Okay. Um, the the bad part about that, and obviously there's a lot of bad parts about that, but the really hard part to digest about that was that some of these women happened to be like 17 years old, like 17, 18. I don't know if they're only 16 yeah, year olds. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, underage women. It's yeah. it's insane. So he finally released an apology and an explanation on his YouTube explaining that he struggles with um, he struggles with it and he's always struggled with it. And it was kind of something that he normalized in his mind. Like he normalized like, no, being a celebrity, being a comedian, you know, it's like the rock star mentality. Like I'm just going to go sleep with whoever I want. But um, he said it was really all fine until it wasn't. Until like he was on the road and he was constantly always thinking about who he was going to sleep with next and what he was going to do next. So it's I'll have to watch it because I want to hear that explanation just because I don't like when someone's just like, oh, I'm a sex addict. But right. I also, I'm sure that he has, there's more to it. He's also like, from what I remember of when we were big fans of him, mm-hmm. a relatively intelligent person yes that's a a great point he is like i wonder if i want to hear him like actually explain it to nobody some of the things he said he goes i know it looks bad oh gosh i know it looks bad and it doesn't show the full scope of what happened sex it controlled my life it was my focus all the time i had a problem and i have a problem it's not like months down the line everything's better i still have a lot of work to do on this um he said so much though like they talked about it a little a lot he got cut from he was dropped by his talent representatives Three major agencies. And then he had a Netflix show that was up and coming, and they canned it. He had a role in a zombie movie. They canned it. Obviously, his podcast that we listened to was, like, no longer everything. Everything stopped. So, um, But he admitted that there were, like, way more messages and, like, way more terrible things that women didn't even come forward with. Okay. So he was, like, he's, like, accepting. He admitted that, it, yeah. Yeah, he's admitting that what he's done is, is horrid. But, yeah, it's just a shame because he was... He was really great. Um, we have to end on something lighter. I'm so sorry. Like, we cannot okay. end with talking um, about Priscilla. Happy Gilmore sequel. No, let's talk um, about how um, Paramount Plus oh. is coming in hot. So this is a new network that's launching on – it's like a new streaming service. By the way, we have so yeah, many. We have so, so many. many. I'm already overwhelmed I'm stressed out. So this soon-to-launch network just announced a slew of programming coming in the near future, including big movies like Mission Impossible 7, which I think is the one that Tom Cruise was Seven. yelling at everyone with. Do you know what I'm talking about? Remember I, over the he's summer? He's such a loser. I know. I don't even want to watch that one. Um, what other ones are going to And then come the sequel to there? A Quiet Place, which oh, was supposed to come out in theaters a year ago. I, yeah. I'm so excited to see that movie. Yeah, I've been definitely excited forever. to see that. Um, along with TV shows like Younger and Frasier. Frasier's coming with a reboot with Kelsey Grammer. I don't, I don't love him just because of what I've heard from his ex-wife on the Same. Housewives series. Camille Grammer. Yeah. All I think about is Camille Grammer, and I'm like, ooh, Kelsey Grammer. He had one season to show himself, and he was he like was terrible on the show. a terrible human. Yeah. So. Sucks I won't be suck. watching Frasier. Yeah, I won't be watching that either. The streaming service will launch on March 4th. Oh, so in a couple days. Yes, but those films that I talked about, those aren't going to be out right away. Those will still be in theaters whenever they're supposed to be, like this summer or this fall. Oh, I'm, and yeah, then the streaming fall. service will release it on their service a couple days after they've been in theaters, which I don't even think is a great plan, by the way. I'm just overwhelmed because I'm already like, I mean, Netflix, HBO, Hulu, Amazon Prime, um... 
Peacock. Yeah. Like, there's so many now. There's this. so many. Showtime. Like, it's so many. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. There's so many tiles already on my screen. Right. Of like what and then it's, like, basic cable. Like, then you still... I still love watching what's on live TV. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a sports fan, you have to watch cable because mm-hmm. you have to be able to get those live. games. American football and things like that. Yeah, if you just want to watch some guys throw balls around, then, like, that's the perfect place to go. <laughs> well, I feel like we ran through those, and... Um, there was just so much to talk about. So much to talk about, and, like, by the way, there were so many more I could have added, but... We really educated them today. Yeah. Um, well, we hope everyone has a really good Monday. We promise that next Monday we'll come in with some more energy. We're both looking at each other, like, yeah. what day is it right I now? I know. I'm, like, my eyes are, like, glazing over. Um... Yeah, that was a heavy curriculum today. <laughs> but next week, we will lighten the load. We'll lighten the load. Uh, well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. And feel free to follow Thank us you on so much. YouTube at The Backup Plan Show or on Instagram at The Backup Plan Show. <laughs> Whatever you want to find us at, follow us, okay? Give us a heart, you subscribe. Can, you go try to find us. Yeah. We're not helping you You this do time. the work. You do the math. <laughs> That was actually a Crystalia quote. It is. It's a Crystalia <laughs> quote. All right, guys. Have a good Monday. Thanks for hanging. Bye. Bye.